a little bit of a warning for the start of this one. We are very sleep deprived. Some would say even as sleep deprived as we were within the first six weeks. Would you say that? I think that's a fair call. (laughs) It's bringing back bad memories at the moment. Welcome to the three to four month sleep regression, which is what we're going to... (laughs) Session. Yeah. And we need a session on this because... Both of us are so bloody tired, but if this is the first time you've picked up this podcast or downloaded or subscribed, thank you and welcome to First Time Parents. It's a podcast which is unedited, unfiltered because we don't have time to do any of that, especially in the sleep regression. Um, And we're documenting our time as first time parents for Little Memphis. Absolutely. So this this week's about um, our struggles with sleeping. So... I, I, I think I thought I was going to miss the three to four month sleep regression. So he turned 16 weeks this week. Can you believe that? No, nah, it's absolutely 16 flown by. Weeks. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, wait till you hit the three to four month sleep regression. And you and I were like, what? What's that? Like our, baby sleep, our, our baby sleep is <laughs> so perfect. We will not have any issues. And then boom. Boom. Out of nowhere. And he's also in his leap four which goes for 35 days and if you ever look up what happens in a leap like the fussiness the clinginess um the mood swings um everything you can think of like interruption of sleep and stuff he's textbook yeah textbook. To, to a t yeah. yeah you can put him down he'll go for 45 minutes you try and uh, what is it um link your sleeps together but yeah he'll he wake doesn't up. know how to do that no you'll pick him up you'll settle him and then you'll have him in your arms and he'll be falling asleep and as soon as you put him down boom he's wide awake smiling at you and like this is not funny mate can i just say like i reckon just thinking about this this is like i said one of the most sleep deprived i've ever been since the start um because last night he was better but the night before he would have woken up no joke about 20 times like did he even sleep <laughs> and as soon as you put him down, you're like, oh, there and we go. Do you know, it's the same as, um, you know, with breastfeeding that we spoke about last week. I didn't realise it was going to be so hard. I did not realise that you have to train babies to sleep. I mean, some of them you don't, right? Some of them are just really natural, like they're born biologically, like they get stuff, you know, because it is biological for them to sleep. Well, when you're tired, you just shut your eyes and go to sleep. How bloody hard is it? No. (laughs) You think about when you get overtired, you get hypo. So it's the same with us. Like you get, you hit a certain area. I think it's the same with babies. But like, I don't so. cry. <laughs> I don't bloody cry and like, scream what, the feel, house down. I feel like I could cry right now. There's <laughs> <laughs> only a room for one of those and that's Memphis. So. Oh, but I was actually Googling. So because he was only waking. So th- we didn't like to brag, did we? When he started sleeping really well and I'm talking, he'd go down at seven and sometimes would wake at between three to four. So that's a pretty bloody a good, good inning. solid sleep. Yep. That's a full night's sleep. Yeah. We didn't like to tell people because we thought this was going to come back and bite us in the bum. And it has. Yeah. Big time. And and so when he, like, so he wasn't really waking in the night. So I stopped reading well, and Googling stuff about babies in the middle of the night. And the last few nights, obviously, I've had so much time because he's been waking so much that I started Googling about the three to four month sleep regression. Now, here's... Listen to this, babe. It can last two to six weeks or indefinitely. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and it's happening at Christmas time. So everyone wants to catch up. We're having a party and stuff like that. And I just think to myself, 
I don't even want to drink because, you know, have a couple of drinks and relax because I'm like, I can't, I just don't know when he's going to be going down. Like, cause at the moment, just even trying to put him to sleep last night, it took me five or six goes to get him down because every time I go to put him down, he'd just open his eyes wide open. Yeah. He's just not getting into that deep sleep like he was when he was an infant. Now yeah. he's just past that stage. He's a lot more alert and small noises or light noises mm. or, or small movements will wake him up, whether that be his arms flapping yeah. around and he hit himself in the well, head. Well, because now he's starting to roll as well. You can't have them fully locked up in their straight jackets, <laughs> which are their love to dreams, which we love those. The swaddles. So, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it's definitely tricky and it's testing. Um, well, so I went to a sleep seminar the other day, which I really wish that you could have gone, but you were working. And um, the lady actually sent me a whole list of stuff. And a lot of people will say sleep seminars, sleep books, save our sleep, um, are very controversial because a lot of people go, they're just babies, like they just need love if they cry and stuff like that. So she was kind of saying to me that what happens in the regression and stuff and, and when I was reading that, like you said, they don't get into that deep sleep like they used to. And so they're constantly, you know, like waking and all this stuff. But what she told me, which I thought was super interesting, was in the daytime they should have a dark room as well whereas i've been told or read as well that oh no just keep it daylight because they need to know the difference between night and day but she said no you need to black out your windows because we have a cat napper by the way so this is one thing that we haven't discussed is he was a really good sleeper at night terrible sleeper in the day yeah and i guess that's what you prefer because you know you're more active during yep, the day so we for never us. whinged so that, did we no. we were just like let's roll with it and so he fully cat naps um he's got a little bit better now we've kind of got him back into a routine of putting him down every hour and a half for at least 45 minutes so he never does a big block of sleep the only time memphis does big blocks of sleep is if he's going through a growth spurt or a or a leap and sometimes he'll do two to three hours in the day yeah which is yeah. very rare by the way but we're just being honest about everything. <laughs> but at the moment, it's, yeah, the cycle is definitely interrupted. Um, yeah, I don't know about the blackout. Like, it, it, it makes sense to black it out because I think we all sleep well when it's dark. But then at the same time, will that interrupt that day-night thing? Mm, and yeah. he is sleeping no. better at nighttime than daytime at the moment. Yeah. But it's you will still our, shit. You will outfoil those windows and we will see if he goes through to the next sleep cycle. Do you know what I mean? Like, see but if he can go in. But what happens if his days and nights get mixed up? Oh, shit. Don't even... Well, I feel like they already are at the moment anyway. But it's still better at night than yeah. day. So that's so, what I'm like a bit paranoid about. A lot of people talk about routines and a lot of people say, don't do routines with a little baby. And I never wanted to either, to be honest. But when I have days where I've shushed him and patted his bum and swaddled him and done everything I can, and he literally sleeps for like 10 to 15 minutes, I want a routine. In those moments, I want a routine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I can't get anything done. <clears throat> Look, I'm not the best housewife as it is anyway. Um, <laughs> like yeah, we're, getting me <laughs> we're getting meals done and cleaning and stuff. But I would like to be able to do a little bit of something. And I guess that's where your routine will kick in so you know, right, I've got yeah. a window um, to do this and, and, and or, you know, get, but get we're terrible. someone we're, to help out yeah. and just be like, can you take him for an hour and a half? I want to go and do this. Yeah. Um, because sometimes those things are just sort of, I guess, keep you in check to be a bit yeah. more human instead of just doing the same got, old thing. We've got a little bit of a routine, haven't we? When we put him down, we put him in his sleep suit. Um, we need to start putting him in his sleeping bag in the daytime because he's rolling. Yeah. Um, 
and then we like either read a book, we give him some food or whatever. Um, but well, we don't give him food like solids. He doesn't. We give him milk. <laughs> if he needs a little top up after his play or whatever. Um, but then at night time, this is where we struggle. We're not a bathe your or shower your baby every single day kind of couple. Sometimes he can go three days without a bath or a shower. Still smells good. <laughs> he still smells that beautiful little baby smell. Um, but that's kind of where we struggle, don't we? But then also things were working for us. So everyone said, don't change it. And that's the thing. I think if you try and change too many things, you end up not knowing what actually is beneficial and what is not. I don't know what's beneficial. And then also you've got um, dietary, you know, like if you eat something that's a bit different, say Mm. dairy or whatever, and then that upsets him, that's another factor. There's so many factors. And if it's a bit hotter than normal or... Hell, if he's, if he's a bit crook and we don't know, you know, he might mm. just be a bit unsettled. There are so many factors, so it, it is hard to pinpoint what is the issue or is it just another leap or a growth spurt? Well, right now, like we said, he's having a three to four month sleep regression. Um, and when I read all about that, he was pretty bang on with that. So he said he'll be really unsettled trying to get him down to sleep, which he is. Like it's so yeah. much harder to get yep. him to sleep. Um, but do you know what I heard, which we do not do? is that you should put your baby down when they're awake slash drowsy so that they learn to teach themselves to go to sleep. Mate, if we did that, our baby would scream the house down and everyone's like, exactly, you need to train your baby. See, I'm all right with that, but you are not. You're well, anti so, that. Well, so, I would leave him there and shut the door and let the, let him scream Well, no, down. apparently <laughs> when it, I was reading in a book, Save Our Sleep, which people say, go, don't read that, and you know what, I don't. Do I don't what believe you want to do. I don't believe in everything that it said, but they did say when they get to that high pitch, it usually means that that's their breaking point that they're about to go to sleep. That's what this lady said. So and put I was your like, earmuffs I, on. I never let him get to breaking point. See, it, it, it doesn't bother me as much. Like someone said to me, you know, your kid can't, you know, what is it? Cry themselves to death. Yeah. So I know it's not ideal, but, he's a but baby. well, you know what? If it's going to be the difference of him crying and getting upset versus you getting a good night's sleep, I know what no, I'd prefer. I Hell just, yeah! I don't know. So we've got all these tips from the lady at the sleep seminar, and like I said, I think coming into the new year because I'm definitely not going to do it over Christmas. I think we need to start doing some kind of sleep routine with someone. Let him cry. No, I can't let him cry. Well, I then mean, suck me, it up. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'll let him cry a little bit, but I'll never let him get to crazy town. But if that's what you've got to get to. Yeah. If that's what you've got to get to. Yeah. I just, I just can't deal. So some of the tips that this lady gave me, and like I said, this is not from me, obviously. I'm no expert. But she's got top eight tips. Her name's Donna. She's from um, she's from Perth, and her I'll give her a little web, shout out on her website. So her name's Donna Moala, and I think it's Bub to Bub to Sleep. I think that's what her business is called. Um, so what basically she says here is. Oh, God, there's so much information. So she gives you a whole heap of shortcuts and stuff. Um, she said, don't be afraid of the um, dark, which we spoke about, be predictable and a little boring. So babies really like routine. So her bedtime <clears throat> routine might look something like this. She says, bath for five minutes, put on pajamas for five minutes, nursing or bottle for 10 minutes, read a story or sing some songs for 10 minutes. So don't go over um, 30 minutes. She said, feed after naps, not before. And, you know, so then the baby can link the ideas of feeding and sleeping. 
See, the unfortunate thing is when you feed on demand like we do, sometimes he needs a top up before he yeah. goes down. But then sometimes he can be a little bit refluxy, so therefore I think he wakes himself up. So it's a catch-22, you know. Um, same place, same time, which is I kind of think what we're doing at the moment we're with the sleep good. suit. Putting him in, so we've put him in his nursery. He sleeps with us at night time, doesn't he? In his bassinet, yeah. which he's almost out of. Yeah, and we so. have no room in this room to put him in a cot in here, like in our bedroom, unless we moved the bed to the wall. But you don't want that, do you? It's time for him to grow up. Oh. <laughs> Um, she also says try the one, two, three system. So when your child wakes during the night or a nap and starts crying or fussing, try to wait a specific time before going back in to check on them, which is what they kind of said in this sleep book. Is that, that one, I was two, three at. hours? <laughs> no. Um, I think like, you know, the longer that you leave them, so say like it might be like one minute one day and then you'll go two minutes the next day, three minutes the next day. Do you know what I mean? And build gotcha. it up. Yep. Which yep. like I said, I think we can do all this. It's just a matter of... Um, it's just literally a matter of taking the time and I don't think it's a good time to do it over Christmas. So no. if you are like us in the same kind of space, like your baby is getting to that age where you could teach them a little bit about sleep, let's all do it on no, uh, December. I was going to say November, on January 2nd. The wow, th- you can th- tell I'm um, sleep deprived. January the 3rd. Yeah. Because we're flying over east on the 2nd. Oh, Not a good time to no, start. Actually, and then on holiday in a yeah. foreign place. Oh, Maybe mid-January oh my God. when we get so back. So welcome to the Sleep Deprived Club. Yeah. Um, take five. Before you put your child down for naps at night time, make sure they have a five-minute period before they're put to bed that is very calm and relaxing, which is what I try to do. Cause Bring him down. He so. sometimes – it's like us. Like we get hypo by our phones or TV and stuff and they're the same. Like going for a run and then going straight to bed. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, so. because you get your adrenaline pumping. Yeah. Also, room temperature is a big one. Yep. 20 to 23 degrees. Um. And also, if you're breastfeeding, do not become a human dummy. Mm, yes, that's my best friend at the moment. He She's does going through that. Just suck on that and just yeah. for comfort, not for feeding. Yeah. yeah. And watch the waking hours, which is something I only learnt um, probably maybe like four to five weeks in because Memphis would sometimes, when he was a newborn, would stay up for like three to four hours straight. But they say newborns should only be awake for 45 to 60 minutes. This is naught to six weeks. And then you need to put them down for a sleep. But I just want to say something like that. That might be obviously what's being recommended here mm. and in a perfect world. We know we don't have a perfect child and if if he goes over 60 minutes, it's not like, oh, my God, like, you know, yeah. we've failed or anything. you just got to monitor them and make sure it's not a regular thing and also there's no other side effects that are coming off the back of this. Yeah. So Well, we so six to 12 weeks is one and a half hours to two hours, three to six months, which is where we're at, two to two and a half hours, six to eight months, two and a half to three hours. So the list goes on. And like I said, if you Google all this stuff, you can actually find some really good info because I didn't realize when they're so overtired, that's why they struggle to be put down to sleep. Do you know what I mean? That's why they fight it. And I feel it's such like a weird concept. It I is. just don't get it. You're bloody tired. Shut your eyes and go to sleep. <laughs> no, but but I know. I know. It's just frustrating. And he also, because he's like taking the world in, he gets FOMO now. Yeah. He's so excited to keep his eyes open. Yeah. It's like, mate, just and shut your eyes. The world will oh. still be here when you wake up. It's all good. Oh, and here's another one. And I'm sure they've told us this before, but it's something that I've learned. Don't make eye contact when you try to put them to sleep because sometimes he gives me the most beautiful big smiles. Like, and he knows, and he's like, ha, trapped ya. Yeah. I, I actually shut my eyes. Oh, do you? Yeah, I so shut my eyes and look the other way. Oh, that's smart. So I just, yeah. 
Mm. Just like you say, don't make contact, otherwise he'll yeah. engage and then you're like, oh, Jesus. And you know what? If you want to chuck everything out we've said out the window, then do that too because you might – I was at my mother's group the other night and a girl just said – do whatever you want. She's like, it's a baby. Swaddle it, pat its bum, you know, because this lady was saying um, at the sleep seminar, if you want to get out of the habit of falling them falling asleep on you, push them in the pram and then put them in the bassinet or whatever. And she was like, no, that's bullshit, this girl at Mother's Group. She was like, it's a little baby. It needs you. Like, it needs you comforting. So no do you know right what I mean? There is no right or wrong. We're fully sleep deprived. I don't know how much we've rambled on and even made sense today, but um, we it's... did want to talk about sleep and sleep regression and that. And he's hoping his sleep regression only lasts for two weeks and he's back to normal soon. Yeah, that's obviously the ideal scenario. But, you know, if you've got something that works for you, happy days. If you don't look into it, there's definitely plenty of options there they're not going to be easy options because they're going to be things you like with Heidi doesn't want to leave him in his room or let him cry for that bit I want longer. him to sleep in our room till he's 18. Oh my god that is sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to breastfeed him until then too babe. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which I can hear him screaming he's with the grandparents right now um, but we know we're not worse off we know that there's plenty of other people that are, their babies have never had a good night's sleep. Um, so we are sending you positive sleep vibes for the new year. Um, and yeah, it Hang is. Hang in there. Yep. Yeah. It, it will come good. That's it, what we've been told and that's what we're hoping as well. But <laughs> hang in there. We're all on the uh, same boat. So. And, yeah, like we said, positive sleep vibes your way. Lots of love. See ya. Don't forget to subscribe if you're loving it and leave a review. And have a Merry Christmas. Yay. Bye. <laughs> bye.